Hello, my friends. This is Heather. This is another episode of the Back to Me podcast. Let's see. I think this is episode number 102. Woo! Um, this week is Janet White, another amazing human being. Her mantra and her program and her book are Bliss Beyond the Buzz. And just such an interesting conversation. She came from a medical background and she just decided one day to stop drinking, but she's turned that into a whole wellness program. It's just not about that. Have a listen, my friends, and let me know what you think. Take care. See you soon. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others, and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? I hope you're having an outstanding day. This is Heather. This is the Friday edition of the Back to Me podcast, which means I get to talk to another amazing human being and the celebrity chat. And this week's celebrity is Janet White with Bliss Beyond the Buzz. I love alliterations. Oh my gosh, Janet, come on, seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, 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 it says it all, really. <laughs> it does. I, I remember when um, I first read your your bio, I, was, I thought, you'd, all you need is that one line, bliss beyond the buzz. And just in case people don't get it. So what what caused you to create this? this is it a program? Yeah, well, it's kind of a program and it's mainly a lifestyle and, and kind of my mantra. So I um, decided to quit drinking alcohol in January of 2019 and um, all kinds of doors opened up for me after I quit. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't an alcoholic. I didn't have any rock bottoms or anything like that. Um, but I had decided that I was using it to medicate and to, you know, do like a lot of us do. Uh, our society is very, very prone to drink, drink, drink. And um, I fell into that and it was it had become a really a bad habit for me. And so when I quit, I had to face a lot of the raw emotions that I had been stuffing, stuffing and pushing away. But once I got through that, I started thinking, oh, my gosh, what else can I do? I mean, that was, I, you know, what do I want to do when I grow up? What do I want to be? How do I want? So uh, it started pushing, but I started finding the bliss. I started finding myself. I started on my self-development journey. I started finding a healthier way to live. And um, so, therefore, the bliss beyond the buzz. Right. And I think it's interesting you started because I wonder, you know, COVID, a lot of people might be thinking that they, I know when COVID came and we thought, oh, it'll just be a few months. It was like we were partying for a few months. And now people might be, we're a few years in thinking, oh, I know the first few months I did that recheck in with, uh, I'm drinking too much. And it I mean, everybody's got a coping mechanism for what's going on, but you started like way before, like you were perfectly set up for COVID. You're like, no, I've already got myself dialed in. Um, I'm super curious on how long it took you to, to get past that, 
the habit, because it is a habit in some ways, right? It's just a habit of drinking yeah. or others, other things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it probably, um, you know, I enjoyed alcohol. I'll just be honest, you know, my, my red wine, that was my jam and I like to party. And if you read my book and read about my story, I was in a, a very abusive marriage for a long time. And when I got out of that, it was kind of like, woohoo, let's, you know, what, what am I going <laughs> to party on, you know, my new life. Um, and alcohol was there to, you know, make it more fun and to cope with. Um, and I think, you know, for years, it wasn't an issue. I didn't even want to quit drink. I never even dreamed I ever would. Um, and even when I decided that I needed to s slow down or take a break from alcohol, I never said, oh, I'm just going to quit drinking. You know, that was right. never in my mind. I was one of those people that uh, I was the party girl. I mean, I was always the one, come on, have another glass. I'll open the second bottle. Let me buy some shots, you know, whatever. Uh, and I, and it was a lot of fun. It was a social part of my life. And I was the one who had the flip-flops that said, um, follow me, bring wine, you know, when you walk <laughs> in the stand. <laughs> I had them. I had, you had me at Merlot. I had all the paraphernalia. Um, but again, it had gotten to be, the tolerance had ticked up. And then I think after my sister died uh, was when I really noticed that I had started drinking a little bit more than I wanted to. Um, and so in 2018, I said, I'm going to cut back. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to just stop drinking so much. Well, what happens when you tell yourself you shouldn't <laughs> do something? <laughs> you just do it more. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It was like, the minute I said, I'm not going to do this, I started like, oh, I've got to do this. Um, and so I, I signed up for the one year no beer, which is a, a group of uh, people that don't, that quit alcohol. And I said, I'm going to take a 30 day break and just make sure that I'm not an alcoholic and that I can, you know, so right. I did, I quit, no problem, white knuckled through. And then I went right back you know, and so I said to myself, what am I, what am I doing here? Is this, you know, it's unhealthy. Um, my daughter had just had a baby mm. and my granddaughter was starting to stay with me some. And I thought, man, what happens if she's spending the night and I've had even three glasses of wine, she goes to bed, something happens. Am I going to be able to drive? Am I going to be able to make a good decision? You know, so it really made me challenge myself to say, I need to, I need to do something different. And the other thing is I wanted to be around. I want to be here for my grandkids as they grow up. My mom died young. My sister died young and we have to be healthy. We have to take care of ourselves. So I think those, those were my driving factors. It took me in January, probably, I oh, I, I don't, I know you don't want to hear this, but it probably took me a good six months to get completely out of the habit. Um, I stopped daily thinking about it probably three months in, but you know, it's your stress, it's your coping mechanism. And what I realized, Heather, was it was as soon as I would be fine going along until until I had a bad day. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That's when and, you get the most challenge. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, my, uh, what I need to, you know? And so that was, uh, it, I didn't drink anymore since, uh, January of, well, I didn't drink in January of 2019. Um, but I had only committed for a year to take right. off because I thought, 
the 90 day, those 30 days didn't do it. I went right back to drinking. I'm going to give myself a whole year. And when I get done with that, that then I can go back to socially drinking. Well, by the time I got there, I said, I feel better. Right. I look better. I have more energy. I sleep better. I ha- there's less cancer risk. Why, why would I go back to it? Um, and so I started thinking to myself that maybe I would have a glass of wine someday or maybe I would. But, you know, the only time I ever really think about having it is when I'm having the bad day. And that's the wow. last time I want to drink it, you know. Right. So I still haven't ever said never, never. Um, but I know how much better I feel without it. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we're talking alcohol, but I don't know. Here, where we are, weed is now legal. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a lot of people's coping mechanism <laughs> because what stayed open during when everything was shut down? Booze, coffee, yeah. food, and weed. Yeah. <laughs> that was all. So that just told you what we needed, what we thought we needed to be able to. And all they were asking us to do was to stay home and relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do I need to relax? Obviously, I need something else than just yeah. sitting home and relaxing. And then how did you decide to turn that into, I mean, a mantra? I like that it's like got so many, so many aspects to it. The mantra, the program, the life, the whole thing. Uh, so uh, during the pandemic, I lost my job like a lot of other people. I was in um, the healthcare field. I'm a, I'm a nurse, but I had been in administration and a lot of leadership roles, big stressful jobs. And I uh, lost it because everything was kind of changing in that corporation. And I thought to myself, what do I want to go back into that and do that? And so I started looking at what do I really want in my life, especially at this age and, and where I'm at. And I knew what I value the most is time with my grandbabies and my family and self-care had become a big part of my life, taking care. And, and I thought about the parts of my job that I liked the most. And you know what it was, it wasn't, um, the management piece per se, it was mentoring people and coaching people and having team meetings where I encouraged people to, you know, I brought the, I bought everybody a copy of the energy bus and said, come on, let's all get on the energy bus, you know, take care of yourself. So I realized that that was kind of innate. That was what I had always enjoyed the most. And so I became a coach. Um, and so I started one-on-one coaching and group coaching and I finished up my book, uh, finding bliss beyond the buzz. That's what I was, I wanted to remember to ask you what the name of the book was. Yeah. Finding Finding. Bliss Beyond the Buzz. Yeah. And um, it is, again, it's, it kind of goes through my life story and then it turns into what I'm doing today. And I came up with this little uh, mnemonic, I guess you'd call it, pre-cans. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) it kind of sounds a little silly, pre-cans, but if you think about it, um, pre can. If you do this, then you definitely can. So anyway. Oh, I like uh, it. <laughs> so the the P stands for purpose or passion. And so you've got to think of, think about it. And that was what tipped me towards this journey was what do I care about the most? What am I most passionate about? And when we align our values with what we actually do in life, 
wonderful things happen. What we normally do is we just push, push, push in our day to day, go into a job that maybe we don't get anything out of, or we don't love doing the things we have to do. And we, we say what's most important to us. Oh, well, it's my health. Oh, well, it's my family. Oh, well, it's this. But yet our life doesn't reflect that. We're working 60, 70 hours a week. We're not going to the gym. We're not eating. So are we really living those values? Uh, so the P is to look at your purpose or your passion and align your values. Rest is R. Our society doesn't have any idea. I mean, other countries have siestas and all kinds of... <laughs> we I feel bad that we're influencing them to not have them anymore. It's like, keep those siestas. They're so uh, yeah, good for you. Exactly. But our society rewards people who get to the office first, stay late, do, you know, instead of taking the rest period that we need for ourselves, mindfulness, giving our mind a rest. We're, we're just so stressed out. That's why we're on all the drugs and alcohol and everything else we use. So rest your body, rest your mind, um, exercise. We've got to do something about movement of our body. That's what we're made for. They, I just read a, a study the other day about sitting being the new smoking. I know, right? <laughs> so it's, it's uh, you know, exercise and find something that you love and, and just do it. Now, uh, did see, you read the study? Just sorry to interrupt you. Did you read the study that said that even if you exercise an hour a day, if you spend the majority of your day sitting, you're still at a higher risk for cardiovascular disease. It's so sad. So people think I'll go to the gym in the morning and then I'll work 12 hours at my desk and I'll be okay, but you won't be. Sorry. No. Sorry to burst no. your bubble. <laughs> no. And, and honestly, uh, the in, in the challenge I did recently, we talked about every 20 minutes, you need to re reposition. You need to sit up. You know, the people who shake their legs all the time, <laughs> they yeah. might be annoying in a meeting, but they're better off. <laughs> I'm a leg bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> I secretly am too. So, um, but anyway, the net, the C in uh, pre-cans is connection. And boy, did we see that, how much we need each other oh in gosh, the pandemic, right? um, hugs and time with friends and family and connection of loved ones. Um, a is for alcohol free, because of course, that's one of the things that I, I really think opened the door for me. Um, nutrition is the N. We we eat terribly here in the United States. It is sugar, 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 process, process, convenience. Um, and it's killing us. So the, the sugar the, is hidden in so many things you don't even know. Yeah. Even so. in your potato chips, <laughs> which let's not talk about potato chips, but it's a weird place to hide sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's in everything. Yeah. And then finally, the S is for sleep. Um, we, we need to get our rest and, and have that quality sleep and alcohol is notorious for, you might think it's helping you sleep, but at three o'clock in the morning, when you wake up with your palpitations and you're dehydrated, guess what? That that's the body trying to detox itself. So, uh, it does definitely affect your sleep. And so that's funny. the break hands. And just, I, I mean, it's anecdotal, but I, I wear a Fitbit. This isn't a, this isn't an endorsement of Fitbit, but, um, I actually got the Fitbit to see what was going on in my sleep. Cause I have never been, um, a strong sleeper and I can track when I've had a glass of wine 
My heart really? rate, my heart rate stays high for most of the night where on the nights that I haven't had anything, my heart rate will drop. So, and I, you can see the quality of the sleep. I mean, it's, I don't know how accurate the Fitbit is for knowing when you're asleep. Cause sometimes if I sit still for an hour, it thinks that I'm sleeping, <laughs> but, but it, it can track your heart rate. And yes, when you're drinking, your heart rate won't drop during the night. It just stays high. Wow. Right. That's, I, I, can I share that? I love that story. Go I'm for gonna that. Share, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to share. Now I have my own, you know, I have exactly the same experience, not with the Fitbit per se, but the waking up in the middle of the night, my heart rate 144 or, you know, I mean, that is a, I remember buying one of those monitors to make sure I'm a nurse <laughs> to make sure I wasn't having a, an arrhythmia that was deadly. So I'm putting it on. I mean, that's a lot of work just to drink some wine, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. so, and uh, my heart rate went from my resting heart rate went from 84 to 52. Wow. When I quit drinking. So, yeah. Because your body is work like you feel relaxed. Yep. And I mean, there's a euphoric aspect to it, but you don't reckon you, you can't always know what's going on behind the scenes kind of thing. You know, what's your body doing back in there to, 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 while you're out there just having a good old time? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's true. So I, I think the uh, Bliss Beyond the Buzz, the concept, the it, it's really a way for me to share my passion, my story and my passion of of being healthy and taking care of yourself and basically living your best life. And I think we're being lied to, um, as far as the alcohol goes, it's not, it's not a, a uh, it, it is toxic. It's not insidious or, you know, just, Oh, it's, it's something that is harming people. And I, I liken it to back in the day, I'm old enough, uh, Heather, that, you know, uh, cigarettes were on TV, cigarettes were in the hospital. I mean, and think about how people treated cig the cigarette industry or the tobacco industry. Everybody smoked, nobody thought anything about it, and people were dying left and right. It was super and sexy back in the day. Do you remember the Marble oh, Man? Yeah, yeah. And what was that lady, the big tall? You've come a lady? long way, baby, to right? the Virginia Slims. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. And it's interesting because you just reminded me when I first graduated from university and I got my first, you know, job, I worked in a chartered accounting firm, CPA for my American friends. And I would be in the office with my partner with the door shut and he'd be smoking up a storm. I'm thinking, <gasps> I mean, I, I never smoked even though my whole family smoked. I, I was one of those kids who's like, you can't tell me what to do. So I would do, I would do exactly the opposite, opposite of what people told me I should do, which in some ways saved my life. Right. You know, many times because I was so stubborn, but when I think back now, I'm like, Oh my gosh, the hours you're locked in an office with people just smoking up, smoking like a chimney. And it wasn't until to society made the change and said, you know what, we're not going to keep letting this industry market to us and tell us that everything's great and it's fun and it's sexy and it's wonderful. It's dangerous. We need to put a warning. We need to start telling people. Um, and so I don't know that we're there with the alcohol, but there has been a new study that came out that said no amount of alcohol is safe to consume. Um, and so 
you can look on the internet and find anything that you want, right? <laughs> I can I find the study that says wine is good for good you. for your heart. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, hey, trust me, that was that was me. I was googling before I before I quit. You know, how how much wine can I drink and still be okay? You know, what are the benefits of wine? I was always looking for those articles. Um, but I think my my message is not about the alcoholics or about you know the bad industries or anything. Mine is you feel so much better without it. It's, 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 it's a lifestyle change. And if you look at these things, I listed the pre-cans, if you take a look at those, those are that seven aspects of your life that I, I kind of monitor mine and, um, put it, you know, one to 10 some days, you know, they're lots of twos. Some days there's, you know, close to tens, but, (laughs) but my, right. It's a journey, but my, when I'm feeling the happiest, the healthiest and the best is when those are, are higher, all of them. So those are the things kind of that I say, let's focus on things that make us feel good, that can keep us healthy. As we age, it just gets harder and harder. I mean, it, it, it's difficult to, um, to move and the flexibility, our muscle mass. I mean, there's so many things. And a lot of these tips are just, it's easy. Drink more water, move your body. Don't drink alcohol, get some sleep. I mean, (laughs) um, yeah. So. And I think it's interesting that you have rest and sleep as two different measures, because sometimes when we think rest, all we think is, oh, sleep you know, oh, that just means I need to go to bed earlier. But rest is different, right? Yeah. Rest is one of my hardest, I'll have to admit. Uh, I'm one of those doer, doer, doers. I've always got my to-do list in the back of my head and there's a million things. It's almost harder for me to rest at home because I can see a million things that need to be done. But rest for me is more about my mind. Mm. So yoga, meditation, um, nature. Also, this is something a lot of people don't think about arrest, but doing something that puts you in the zone. Now that can be painting or doing a jigsaw puzzle or reading, or that's also can be a, a, a source of rest for your mind that you're not just thinking about all the stress and the things you have to do that you're zoning in on something that you like. So anyway, it's, it's a, it's an interesting practice. And it's, and I like that it, like, I say this to people quite often because one of the things that I always recommend is people find a way to find a meditation practice. And for, I mean, I am a meditation teacher and a yoga teacher, but meditation doesn't have to be, as I call it, sitting and navel gazing, you know, that's not necessarily what meditation is. Meditation is just finding a quiet, a way to quiet that constant chatter in your brain. And it'll never be completely silent, I think, until you are six feet under. But um, you can detach from it. So even yoga is just, yoga isn't even actually the, the practice of the, that North Americans think it is. Yoga is just uniting your breath and your mind and your body into a place of stillness and through asana practice maybe it's through movement tai chi is a form of meditation all those things where like you said you get into that 
sometimes you need movement. Sometimes you need stillness, but where you're not thinking, you're just do that. Like, I like, I'm a painter. So painting or drawing or moving or something, even going for a walk in nature where you're not thinking about anything in particular is a form of meditation. One of my clients walks her dog every morning and I said, well, the, you know, it's quiet and you're walking your dog and you're not thinking of anything in particular. That's the meditation, right? So it doesn't have to look like anything. Right. Well, it's it's interesting. I rem- I'll never forget the first time I explored meditation. Um, I had gone to a yoga class. It was at the YMCA in Nashville, actually. And I had never done any kind of meditation or whatever. And at the end of the class, she said, she told us to, you know, lay still, be quiet, whatever, savasana. Next thing you know, I swear, I thought it had been 20 minutes. I was like, oh my, and all I could think about was how long is this lady going to keep us on this mat? And it was miserable for me. I was so like, I've got things to do, lady, you know, (laughs) but it was five minutes, Heather. I, (laughs) now I'm better today. I can, I can do some meditation and I do some things to rest because it is so important. But I tell you, my first exposure, I thought this lady had lost her mind trying to keep me on that mat. And a lot of people run away screaming because they think that's what they have to do. You have to sit there for 20 minutes and not move. But it doesn't even have to be that epic. I mean, five minutes might be epic for you where you are, right? Exactly. uh, cause, and I wonder if she had warned you, if you would have been able to settle because yeah. you, cause it was open-ended and you were like, how long is she going to make us stay here? If she had said, we're just going to spend five minutes. Yeah. That would have, pre- that would have been helpful because right. I honestly didn't, I, it felt like way longer than five minutes to me. So, and I've done 20 minute meditations where the, you know, it's like, it's over. I'm like, what? We just sat down. but it takes practice to get there. And some days it works even with practice. So I've had a meditation practice for like over, there's a 20 in there. There's over 20 in there. And I still get days where I, you know, I can't, I can't focus or sit still or let go, whatever is bothering me. So it's, that's why we call it practice. Right. (laughs) We're never perfect. Never perfect. (laughs) That's Okay. Because I don't strive to be perfect. I just strive to be better than I was. Right. Yeah. I love that. And that's, that's kind of where I've come at this point. It's, I've come to almost, I guess, an acceptance of who I am and what I enjoy, what I want. I speak up, I set boundaries for things I don't want to do. And I mean, I've made some serious changes in my life and putting myself first, prioritizing my health. Maybe I'm not making, I'm not making the money that I was making at that big job and, and, but I don't have the stress either. So I've traded some things to live more the, my values and the things that are important to me. Um, but I think we tell ourselves that we aren't successful or that this is, it's not enough unless we reach a certain amount of status or money or whatever. And I think we need to accept that there is, everything's a trade-off and being, being able to prioritize yourself and do the things that you love, it 
it may not look the same as somebody else's idea of success. Well, and I mean, we've had that forever, I guess, you know, you, how do you, from when we're little, how do you evaluate your success is in comparing it to someone else, you know, oh, look, Billy is the number one in the class. You're like, oh, I'm not number one in the class because I didn't get the highest mark or look, this Susie is, you know, she's working the hardest, so she's going to be the most successful. And we, re we reward those things. And we don't reward when people take really good care of themselves, have boundaries, know <laughs> when to say no, and live true to their internal, um, I mean, priority or, I mean, values, and passion. So one, one of the things that I always comment to people is who are really stressed out is what are you prioritizing in your life? How does that compare to what you actually want for your life? Right. And you alluded to that in your, in your P of the pre-cans is like, what is your passion and does it align with, does your value align with what you're actually doing? So if you're working 60 hours a week, but you're really, passionate about spending time with your family those things don't line up <laughs> right and you might think that you need to work those 60 hours a week so that you can bring home the big paycheck so you can have the big house and the cottage and the big vacations but i'd rather spend more time with my family than time working and traveling for things that you know how many people do you see fighting on their family vacations because they're all stressed out <laughs> right. <laughs> right yeah well i think I, I am kind of excited that there are a lot of people who are moving i think towards the balance i see even in the healthcare field i saw physicians younger physicians coming in saying i'm not going to i'm not going to be on call 30 days a month i'm not going to be gone 24 hours a day. I want to be with my family. I, I, you, you see more and more, I see a lot of young people in this, uh, sober, uh, you know, the sober movement that we're in, it's exciting to say, Hey, it's not good for me. I'm going to do this. I want to, I want to learn about this. So I, I think, you know, everything cycles around, doesn't it? And we, I think there's some good that can come from having these conversations about, not necessarily being the, you know, having the six figure job with the white picket fence and the boat and the cars and the mansions and the beach condos. They're great. That's nice. Maybe you will have them. Uh, but are you doing what you love? Are you taking care of yourself? Uh, I read about, you know, Steve Jobs. I think we've probably all read that on his deathbed that not, his wealth paled in comparison um, to, you know, what he was facing. So at the end of right. the day, yeah. No so. amount can save you. Mm -mm, no. Right. No. And, you know, joy is the thief of compare. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's my favorite quote because it's easy to compare ourselves. Oh, I, oh, I wasn't as good of a podcast guest as the, her last week's guest or, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever, whatever you, I, whatever you want to compare yourself at. But that's, that's, it's, it's, that steals your joy because number one, it's, Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Someone may love what I had to say. Someone else may may not. There's so many. We're all different. Just be true to yourself um, and don't worry about what the others are doing. And that's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of there's an entire marketing industry designed <laughs> to to ensure 
that we compare ourselves to what they think we should be doing because yeah. we would be way happier if we yeah. buy this, do this, do this, right? Right. And it's interesting. I mean, it was an interesting comparison to the um, smoking industry. I have no idea what caused the tip to the other side, to the sudden realization that smoking is bad and you shouldn't do it. Um, I think I think there were some lawsuits uh, that started that started coming, and people started realizing that the tobacco company knew oh. that they that this was caused their cancer or whatever, and so they started with that. And um, I did read about it. I can't remember it. It's I can't believe it's such a short amount of time ago. If you think about it, it's yeah. not been that many years. I'm I mean I'm I'm going to be sixty next week. So happy birthday! <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'm going to be sixty, and and it was in you know so it's less than sixty years that we've yeah. had cigarettes in the hospitals and in the doctor's office, and like you said, in your office next door and in your car smoking with your kids. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. And so I wonder if it'll take a lawsuit or some lawsuits to shift the alcohol industry or if it'll just be um a a generation of people who just see the long-term impacts of it and say no i'm out well i'm hoping that i'm going to be a part of the uh attracting people to give it a try and so that's kind of what i my goal is to say hey try it and see if you don't try it for 30 days take a break uh, see how you feel. If you don't feel better, go back to drinking. That's fine. But give yourself some time. And if you can do a 90 day break, that's even better. But you will see that you will absolutely your heart rate, your blood pressure, your, your skin will be better, your sleep patterns, your dehydration, uh, your cognitive energy level, just so many things. And I love your example. I can't wait to share that on my, uh, <laughs> on my sober Sundays. I do sober Sundays every, every Sunday at 8 a.m. Uh, on my Facebook page on my, uh, Is that on the Eastern Buzz. time or uh -huh, Eastern time. Okay. I go, yeah, I go live at eight o'clock. You never know what I'm going to talk about, Heather. I'll <laughs> talk about, but I'm going to be talking about you in a few weeks. So you can bet that. <laughs> yeah. You should you ping me on Facebook so I can like come and s just raise my hand and say, there it's you go. The truth. I'll yeah. even show you my data. <laughs> I um, love it. I'm a data person, right? So I like to watch trends. I like to understand, how my body works and what it's doing. I mean, I've been doing yoga for 20, almost 23 years, just as my own practice. And that's, it's interesting when you come from a land where you don't, you're so disconnected. And this is a lot of office workers, so disconnected from how your body works. And then you suddenly figure out how it works and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then you start wanting to know more and more and more. And I personally, because I just find it fascinating, you know, I track all of the trends of what my body's doing. And I think, okay, I can see this is doing this and this is doing this. And yeah, it's fascinating. It, it, well, I think, I think sometimes we don't want to see, we don't want to know. Um, and I know that I was like that for a long time. I mean, even though I was Googling, trying to find those articles <laughs> about it said you could drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's good for you janet you know but i i knew deep down that there's no way that it could be especially drinking every night a couple glasses of wine that's not 
that can't be healthy. Uh, it just can't. And so right. as I started doing the research and reading what we call the quit lit, all the people who have quit and done the studies and have the data, uh, I was I was really kind of shocked. Uh, even as a nurse, it's interesting how we don't we don't push that in our society. We don't say don't drink. We say, oh, you need to maybe cut back or, um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's very accepted and part of our culture. I mean, you are, it is the one drug where when I decided to quit, people were like, what, why would you do that? <laughs> and I thought to my, I thought, why don't you just cut back? Why would you completely quit? What? And I thought to myself, if I had been on cocaine, you know, they wouldn't have said, oh, don't quit. Just, just cut down to one line. I mean, come on. They would have had know? an intervention to get you off <laughs> of cocaine. <laughs> We've got to get her off. Yeah. Give her but a drink. They're trying to get me back on. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It how... is very socially normalized. It is. And I, I always thought it was funny that the U S and this is just from a Canadian perspective that the U S would be so upset about pot, but <laughs> not alcohol. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, well that, yeah, that's a whole different story. And I oh, mean, yeah. I, I, I personally think if you had to pick one, you might be better off with the marijuana. I, I don't do either one, but, um, I, I think you, you might be based on the research I've done on the, on the oh. alcohol anyway. Uh, but I, I think it's interesting that we, we make it so difficult for people who maybe they do choose to not stop drinking for 30 days. It's why, 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 you know, can't you just have one instead of supporting that? Who cares? You, you yeah. want to drink, you don't want to drink. And so I think that's changing a little bit. There's, I don't know if you've noticed, but there are tons of alcohol free options now, yeah. uh, all kinds of beers and even alcohol-free gins and spirits. And so, I mean, the, these uh, distributors and uh, distilleries or whatever are getting getting on board with, <laughs> with the We don't want to lose movement. our customers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. It's um, a whole different topic, but it's kind of like, um, if you're going to be a vegetarian, just don't eat meat. Why do you have to have meat, fake meat? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I do understand it helps, it helps ease the socialization. You know, people won't give you a hard time. And if you're eating, drinking an alcohol free beer, they won't say, why are you drinking water? You know, why are so it does ease that a little bit. Wow. Yeah. So interesting the way our world turns. Yeah, it is. And I think, I think it is important that, that you, that we, value ourselves and put ourselves first. And if it's, if you think that you are drinking too much, you probably are, especially if you're Googling, how, how much can I drink? <laughs> <laughs> true, true enough. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able to find whatever answer you're searching for. Exactly. You can always find something that will tell you what you want because it's the internet. Yep. And I mean, I, when I teach my classes online, I always start with the made up holiday this week is because <laughs> I said, they're all made up. Someone just said today's the holiday. So stuff on the internet isn't always true. Everybody. Sorry. Right. That's right. <laughs> and so they, where can they find your book? Uh, it's on Amazon. 
And, okay. and I think it's really, it's in all the other bookstores as well, but it's easy on Amazon. It's just $10. So easy to pick up, uh, finding bliss beyond the buzz. And I'll make sure it's in the show notes too. Thanks. And then I'd love for you guys to join me. Anybody who's interested in um, taking a break from alcohol or learning more about it, just look me up on bliss beyond the buzz. If you can remember bliss beyond the buzz, you can find me. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to make sure the links to everything are in the notes Thank as well. You. So everybody can find you because <laughs> it's an important message, right? And I like the fact that it's like, it's balanced out. It's not just quit alcohol and then get on with your life. It's you need all of these parts, right? Yeah. We need all of the parts to be working properly. So good. Thank you so much for joining me. I've I always like to know at the end, do you have any final words of wisdom to pass on? Well, I think that those final words I just said are, are pretty important. Um, but I, I think too, if you are, if you are thinking that you might be drinking too much, you might, you probably are. But I think my words of wisdom, if I could tell anybody anything is to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're putting yourself first, that, that, that spill they do in that on the airlines with the, mask is is real and self-care is not selfish so true that's why this podcast is called back to me that's right. <laughs> right i love it oh my gosh thank you so much janet it was so great chatting with you um i just thank think you. it's so fabulous the program that you're offering people i so enjoyed good. it thank you my friend i hope you enjoyed this episode if you enjoyed this episode you know i'm going to remind you to like and subscribe and comment and share with all of your friends and hey who knows maybe you can try a little bliss beyond the buzz my friends i hope you have a fabulous week take care and i will see you again soon hi my friend thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast if you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help. You can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, <laughs> if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.